entrepreneur, so I'm born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow! Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here. We are live today from Half Coast Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you to Half Coast for this amazing setup and sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start your podcast or take your current one to the next level, then you need to check these guys out. Contact them today for a free consultation. If you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, I'm lucky enough to have my good friend Adam Neese joining me on today's podcast. Adam and I have known each other for almost two years and met through the Apex program and some other associated groups. Over the last two years, I have worked as a sales rep for Adam. We have been business partners, although that'd be a short period of time. (laughs) And more importantly, I'm grateful to call him a friend and a guy that I think extremely highly of. Adam is a husband, father, entrepreneur, and all-around great guy. He's the owner of Rate Tracker. Adam, welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me. I got to say the same thing about you. It's, uh, you're a great friend and I'm grateful to know you and uh, I'm excited about this. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. I know um, you were one of the first people like a year ago when I thought I was going to be launching my podcast. I'm like, man, you're going to be one of my first guests. And obviously I didn't follow through with, <laughs> with that at the time. <laughs> But here we are about a year later, and I'm excited for, for this episode. So as you, you guys know, uh, if you're listening uh, and if you listened before, we have an outline like we have to like, like, that we like to follow here uh, going over the Entrebrewer podcast. So Adam, we're going to take you through a series of questions and just kind of walk through your entrepreneurial journey. I, I know a lot about your entrepreneurial journey, but I would love for you to kind of share your story with the audience. So if you can kind of give us a quick rundown on the history side of who you are, where you come from and what you do. Sure. Thanks. So, um, I come from, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and my wife and I live with our, we have two kids and, um, we, my wife and I were high school sweethearts. We've dated for a year. And then she dumped me and we were apart for six years. All right. And that was a long, shitty six years. She totally had the upper hand. And, um, I, you know, I think that that experience taught me the essence of following up like in sales because <laughs> I kept pursuing her. I didn't stop. Right. And so we rekindled and, um, we've been married for almost four years and we've got, uh, two babies, one's two and a half and, uh, one should be is eight months now. And uh, life is good, you know. I own a software slash payments company called Rate Tracker, and um, <clears throat> I've been in the payment processing industry for a little bit over eight years now. And I've just learned to love it so much. I love what I do. I love what we're doing to change it and improve it. And um, I've been through some pretty awesome experiences over the last almost three years. Uh, April fifth will be my three-year anniversary of making the leap, you know, from sales pro to self-employed. And, um, it's been awesome. It's been terrible. It's been great. It's been shitty. You know how it is, man, the ups and downs, right? We've shared these stories offline many times and I'm very grateful for all of them and life is good. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, we've, we've definitely gone through some similar things. I, I think there's been both times where we've 
gone through something that the other person has. And, and I think that that's one of the, the most amazing things just about our network, um, but specifically, you know, about your and I's relationship. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. I love what you're doing in the payments industry. And I obviously am not revolutionizing an industry uh, like you are with, with your software, but I think we have a very similar uh, approach to things. And I think also, you know, I was in corporate America as a sales rep. I took a leap into entrepreneurship. So we've kind of uh, shared a lot sure. of those same things. But talk to me before we kind of go into the entrepreneurial journey. Talk to me about what Rate Tracker is in terms of the software. Cool. Thanks. I want to say something first. Um, the intention behind Rate Tracker is to revolutionize the industry. We haven't done that yet. We just got started. So got a lot of cool things happening on a small level and doing a lot of testing and things with feedback from the users and software, all that nerdy stuff. And then um, we get to a point where I'm going to throw some money into it and uh, really scale it. So it's very exciting times right now. Um, what Rate Tracker is, <clears throat> Rate Tracker is a free software for merchants that take credit cards and you can sign up and every month you get a text message and an email that tells you last month's total credit card fees, last month's total credit card sales, and then the rate that you paid out the door. And there's also like a user dashboard where merchants can see uh, financial snapshots of their business and stuff like that. And it might sound really simple to the naked eye, but like anyone that's taking credit cards outside of like Stripe, Square, PayPal, QuickBooks, there's a lot of payments companies out there that live and die, well live I guess, on the ability to start a merchant out at a low rate, like we call it the bait and switch, and then they just jack it up over time or all at once. And the thing is, is like most business owners don't pay attention, dude, cause like you're a business owner, right? You've probably got 30 vendors or 25, whatever. You have a price on each thing. You know, if, if your uh, Netflix or your Hulu bill goes up, you find out you're like, Oh, it's 58 bucks this month instead of 49 or whatever. Okay. No big deal with payment processing merchants see money come in every single day or whenever the deposits come in and then the fees just get pulled. So a lot of times when a rate increase happens and the merchants costs go up, they don't even realize. It. So my software, you can sign up in two minutes and it will give you a snapshot all the way up to the last 24 months within your business. What was your rate percentage? What did you pay out the door to process what you sold? And the intention behind it is to give, some sort of power back to small businesses because most of them are in the dark and they have no clue what payment processing is, how the fees work and stuff like that. And I modeled my payments company around that software because I don't think that rate increases should ever happen. There's plenty of money to be made in this space. And as long as you price your clients fairly, you should never have to raise their rates. And so um, in the operating agreement that I have with myself, <laughs> says no rate increases and I control that. It's really cool. Very excited about that. It's who I am as a person. I think business should be done with integrity and rate tracker embodies that. That's amazing, man. Yeah, no, I know you've obviously put a lot of time and effort into that and the, the, the way that you guys go about what you do and how you do it speaks volumes, especially having been on the other side and kind of like being involved in it a little bit, um, you know, last year, it's just awesome to see the revolution of where you guys are at and where you guys are going. Taking, a, you know, kind of a next twist into the ingredient portion of our interview with our guests, comparing it to, you know, great beers are made of great ingredients. 
So what are three things that have made you successful as an entrepreneur? That's a great question. Um, I think, so the first thing that comes to mind is my passion. Like I just love what I do. Payment processing. I love small business. Dude, literally like 30 minutes ago, I, I went and dropped off like the little credit card paper for a, a lady who just took over a pizza shop. And then she's in a crazy situation of like buying the business and it, it was failing like crazy. Previous owner owes a whole bunch of people money. This lady put her own money into it, got an LLC, took over and the deal isn't even like signed yet, right? So of course we got her set up, emergency credit card machine, got her done right before Friday night, hit this past Friday, just in time for the weekend. And dude, like um, she didn't have paper. So I went and dropped it off. I love that. Like I love small businesses. They, they are the backbone of America. And so I'm doing something I love. I think that's number one, right? And a lot of people will feed you bullshit about that because if, if you're doing something you love that doesn't pay you, like, what do you, what, you shouldn't do that. You got to make money, right? So that, and payment processing does pay, right? So that's great. So I think number one is like having passion for what you're doing because we can make money and change things and do whatever we want. It's, you got to like it. You got to enjoy it. Same thing with whatever you're selling, right? Um, <clears throat> number two would be um, my ability to see through shitty situations, see the positive side of it and, you know, keep going. Right. So, so persistence vision, that's a big thing for me. Um, and then I'd say the third would be expertise, right? I've been doing what I've like before I had launched my company, I was in payments for five years. I sold successfully for five years. So I learned it, right. Um, I was confident enough, not just in that, but also like from joining apex, and learning how to generate leads and sort of run a business like early on, I was confident enough to, to become self-employed. So those three things. No, that's amazing, man. And you hit on a couple things that I think are so key is one, you can just tell by the way that you talk, the passion that you actually have for your company, but also for the industry and for your clients. There are not many people out there that even as the, the sales rep that would just go deliver paper to a struggling client of theirs. So that, that speaks volume and doing something you love. Again, you can hear it in the passion. And I absolutely adore that about how you go about yourself and your business. Um, some of the next things that we'll be talking about, uh, is the actual brewing process. So obviously great beer doesn't happen overnight. Either does success in entrepreneurship. So talk to us about some of the ups and downs you've had throughout your journey so far. So, um, we've had money stolen from us, you know, <clears throat> processors ripping us off. Things happen like behind the scenes that are setbacks. Um, and you know what? I've been pretty blessed to not have like pretty, any crazy setbacks. Like you hear stories of people that get really, really sideswiped or railed by some sort of weird thing. We haven't really had that, you know, a few five figure losses and stuff like that, which is fine. Um, push through and move forward. Um, I would say that the hardest parts, this is interesting. Um, the hardest part is like the day to day because I sold a lot of my own clients to get the business off the ground. Very grateful for that. You know, no issue, but like, it's kind of like what we've talked about, like being in the center of all correspondence and communication and your phones lighting up and your emails going crazy. You can't like think and run your business. That to me is not even really a setback because it's all stuff to be grateful for. Like, holy shit, we have clients, we have employees, we have, you know, all that stuff, right? I have an awesome team. It's amazing. 
Um, like it gets to be a lot. So that's the only thing that's been like something that I'm just working through. So I haven't really had any crazy losses, you know, had, you know, <clears throat> run-ins and things like that, trying to take on too much. And that's pretty much it. You know, um, the ups, I mean, you name it, we've got cool software, good people and a growing business. And we're doing numbers now that I never really thought would happen so quickly. Right. And, um, my plan, you know, the initiative and the goal that I want is to like clean up the industry. Right. And that's going to be fulfilled through my company. And that's, that's more important to me. I'm not really like looking at key metrics right now. It's more of like big picture approach and, uh, you know, feels good. feels really good. No, that's awesome, man. And I, I would venture to say that there probably are some downs, but you're such a, you look at things in such a bright light (laughs) that most people would be like, wow, that like, that shocked my world or rocked my world. But I love your approach on that stuff. And I love, you know, obviously like right before we were talking about this, some of the similar things that we're going through in business is it all relates back to the team and the organization and, and things like the core values that we put in place in order to be able to transition from us being the doer in our business, even as we're growing and scaling and reinvesting back into it to really just being, you know, the person at the top that's, that's leveraging our team, that's pouring into our team and stuff like that. So I I absolutely love that. Um, So the next part that we'll talk about part number four here is kind of the fermentation and conditioning process of the the brewing process, which is where you wait to see the final results of a beer and, and what it tastes like and figure out what needs to be changed. So what is the biggest lesson that you have learned that you would share with someone that's an entrepreneur looking to save them years worth of mistakes? Jeez. Um, before I answer that, I want to say something that you kind of hit on. <clears throat> like when you're building a business, right? There's going to be natural forces that are stopping you from that. And there's going to be dealing with a lot of people, things that are out of your control. That shit is going to happen. So like it's there, you know, setbacks happen, but let's just not even focus on them. When they happen, you just, okay, you learn from them and move on. I'd rather talk about the good things, you know? So that's, that's just how I've always been because the shit's going to happen, but so will good things, you know, that's why we're in it, you know? Um, But as far as the biggest, what was it? The biggest lesson I've learned? Yeah. So, you know, one okay. lesson, one lesson that, you know, if someone's like, Hey, Adam, I'm looking to cut five years out of being an entrepreneur and screwing hmm. up. What can you, what can you help me with? Um, hmm. I would say profit first, pay yourself first, make money. Um, and not just like to have it, but like to fuel your mission and go further. Right it's one thing to be generous and it's another thing to give away. And that's kind of what, that was like the story of the first couple of years of my journey was like, dude, I'm a giver. Like I, I, I'm a former sales guy, right? Still kind of am, right? Still sell, do what I do. And like, I just want people around me to win so much. So, and I know you can relate to this because we're wired the same. Right. Um, and you just get to a point where like now it's time to take, right. That's okay. Cause your business needs to make money. Got, you know, and that's for me, a lot of entrepreneurs come into the space and they're like big, big ambitions, big goals. And like, you have to give in order to get, right. Everybody knows that givers gain mentality. Um, but there's like a limit that, that I think like I've really learned and honed in on that with like trusting people with letting them have access to information 
um, paying them, like all that stuff. And um, you got to make money yourself first, right? And that was something that I didn't really start doing until now, recently, like a few months ago, right? And it's cool because the dues have been paid. Like I paid the piper and I've got some really awesome stuff going. You got to, I think, I think as entrepreneurs, we need to take care of ourselves, make money for ourselves and our business and not just give it away. That's my lesson I've learned. Man, I I love that. And I, (laughs) I mean, it's so true. And I think it's something that most people don't want to talk about, right? Because they don't want to either talk about themselves. They don't want to talk about what they make or what they take out or whatever that ends up being for whatever reason. But I think it's also finances, right? And, you know, I, I'm getting better, but I was the same way until about a year ago. I really didn't start to do those exact same things that you're talking about paying myself first, figuring those things out. I mean, when I, when I left medical device sales, I literally didn't pay myself for seven months and I just moved into a new house. Like luckily I had that, that, that egg or that nest egg to be able to go ahead and do that. But I went about it all the wrong way. And most people are just like, Oh, I got to invest back or I got to do this. I got to buy this. Like, no, you need to take care of yourself first. Otherwise, all of those other things, all of those other ideas, um, visions, those aren't going to come to fruition. So, man, yeah, dude, that. and like I'll, I'll harp on that too because um, when you take care of yourself, it it you t- you're, you're, it's like self care. You know, you don't need to pay yourself exorbitant amounts of money, mm-hmm. but like you live a good lifestyle, take care of yourself. Like I want to do uh, starting this Saturday is our second whole biweekly massages with my wife. That's going to cost us 400 bucks a month, but like, okay, it's worth it. You know, that's an example of like doing that is going to keep me in a state of like happiness. And it, obviously our relationship is more important than anything in business. But she, she, dude, we got two kids and she works her ass off as a homemaker. Mm-hmm. I want her to get a nice massage every couple of weeks and I could use it too. Cause I got a lot of stress. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that takes money. So it's a little bit of money. It's 400 bucks a month. Roughly it'll cost us maybe 500 with whatever. Um, and like, I ah, dude, I don't know. I just think that that's super important. And we, there's, you know, you invest in your business, invest in growth, but like not at the expense of your own well being. money, money troubles suck, dude. We talked about this. Like I went through that right. Recent events, you know, and, um, thank God for, my network and for like being able to push through that time. But I went through the most financial pain I've ever experienced. And like, it's what, four months later and my life is totally flip flop. It's amazing. Like went through absolute hell to be at right around the best where I've ever been. And a lot of good things have happened in that period. And and I know now, like I'm going to take care of myself, you know, um, it feels fucking awesome to say that. No, that's amazing, man. Yeah. It's, uh, to see, you know, from four months ago till now, you can just t- not only tell a difference, you can see a difference in yourself, but also the people that you're working with. And, it, and it's a really cool transition to be able to see. But I love that you talk about the core center of investing in yourself, investing in your wife, doing those massages, that $400 a month, the return on investment on that for you, your wife, the relationship, all of those things are going to pay massive dividends to where it doesn't even matter at that point which is, which yeah. is awesome. Run a better business, be happier, sleep better. Like <laughs> all those are the things that we want as entrepreneurs. Right. And like, it all stuff. starts with taking care of us. Absolutely, man. So, so we're going to wrap up here kind of talking about the distribution of the entrepreneurial process or the brewing process. 
So obviously taking that beer and, and getting it to market and selling it. So as you take a look at the rest of this year, the next three to five years, what's down the line, what is next for Adam Neese and Ray Tracker? Wow. That's a good, I'm excited about this. Um, so I had a call today with a company that I think I'm about to hire to take over my software um, development. That's a big decision. Um, not just development, but also support and marketing and automations and all that fun stuff. Like um, I've invested over 200,000 into this thing um, since inception and, you know, with patents and trademarks and marketing and websites and all that fun stuff, software development was the most of it. Right. So once I get that right, figure that out. Um, I'm going to begin running paid ads for the first time. We've only been doing organic and we've had some pretty cool responses. Um, and going to crank that up in the next six months, see how that happens, you know, test and tweak and then scale, test, tweak and scale. Um, the intention is to get more rate tracker referral partners, rate tracker end users, and then merchant accounts too for payment processing, right? That's what we do. And, um, so basically see what happens on a, on a bigger scale over the next six months, depending on how that goes and the raise probably in the neighborhood of two to $3 million based on what I've kind of talked through in the pro formas that I've ran. Um, and the plan is then at that point execute and get a lot of merchants that are on that take credit cards, get them set up on rate tracker. They sign up for free and eventually, um, pull out my mission and, 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 uh, you know, or, you know, what's like, a carry out mission um, to to increase the integrity of the payments industry? That's amazing, man. Yeah, I know you've obviously put a lot of time, energy, and money into that, and it's really cool to see the the progress that you guys are making and and where you guys are are looking next. Because I do think there's a big opportunity, not just obviously to get more merchant accounts, which is important, but to really oh, to really um, utilize what this software can do for the average everyday business owner that has no idea what's going on. And I love that your continued focus is on the whole picture to help, you know, obviously the industry become better, which is amazing, man. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, man. Any last thoughts before, before we end up here, anything else that you'd like to share with, uh, with the entrepreneur <laughs> yeah, audience? Yeah. I'm sitting here on day it's funny because uh, day 59 of 75 hard and there's like all those beers in front of me, right? We're just chilling <laughs> on this thing. And uh, it's interesting. I posted about this today. Like um, I, this is the fourth time I've done it. And I feel like I've hit this groove in my life and in my career and like all this stuff. We're like, yeah, I'd love to have a few drinks, but um, it, it's like, it's just ironic that we're like on the entrepreneur through a podcast and like, you know, I obviously can't drink, but like, I don't want to, it's the coolest feeling. Like I'm I feel like I've really gone through like a rebirth of myself and like, cause I used to pound beers, man. Like, you know, I, <laughs> right. I don't mind it. And it just feels good. It's cool to be on here. I think, I think what you're doing is awesome. And I'm just really glad that you asked me to be on it. So thank you. No, I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. I, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're, you're a busy man. So, so where can people find you? Where's the easiest way to get a hold of you either personally or for rate tracker? So you go to my website, it's www.ratetracker.io. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, just rate tracker or look me up personally, Adam Neese and is a Nancy, I E C is in Charlie. And there is no 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. We'll have, have all that in the show notes as well, so that way people can find you. Adam, thanks for uh, for being on today. I want to thank all of our guests for tuning into the podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Half Coast Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to start your own podcast, then you seriously need to come check them out and see all that they have to offer at this amazing studio. See you all again next week. And remember, entrepreneurs are not born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs are born, they're brewed. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's